Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, Do You Like to Talk About Jesus? Let's pray. Father, we come to you today so thankful that you're a God of mercy and love. You've been so good, Father. We're so thankful that you sent your very own son, Jesus. We choose to live a life that glorifies him. We come ready today for what you have. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about, do you like to talk about Jesus? Have you ever noticed that we could talk for hours and hours about our favorite hobby? Maybe it's fishing or camping or sports, etc. And how about this one? We could talk for a long time about our kids or our grandchildren or our job, and the list goes on and on. Oh, I forgot about one. Sometimes we like to talk about ourselves too much. Well, moving right along. But seriously... We like to talk about things that interest us or are in our heart or that we really like. Well, what about Jesus? How much do we like to talk about him? Do we frequently bring up Jesus in a conversation or do we only talk about Jesus when someone else brings him up? I believe one of the easiest ways for God to see if we are lukewarm for him is how much do we talk about Jesus? If you read Revelations 3.16, there doesn't appear to be a good end for those people that are lukewarm for Jesus. It should not surprise any of us that the lost, unsaved, non-Christian people out there don't really have an interest to talk about Jesus, because to them, he's just a historical figure that some people follow, or a prophet from the old days, etc., But what always amazes me is how little many Christians will want to talk about Jesus. Now, I realize most people would call me a Jesus freak or a fanatical Christian, and I would say, thank you, guilty as charged. I don't want to risk living a lukewarm life for Jesus and hoping that I make heaven. And more importantly, Jesus put his love in me when I accepted him as my Lord and Savior in 1994. And the more I read the Word of God, the more I pray, the more I attend church, the more I worship him, the more hungry I get for him, and the more I want to read my Bible, pray, etc., and the cycle continues. If we try to float down the stream of life as a lukewarm Christian, the stream of life will take us backwards. And that is not a good situation to be in. So back to the many Christians I meet in life, I continue to be amazed when I meet them. Far too many of them don't want to talk about Jesus or just want to talk for a minute about him and want to move on to sports or hobbies or the news or the weather, etc. And I'm thinking, you just told me you attend so-and-so church and or you're a Christian. Doesn't that mean follower of Jesus? And there's another group that may want to talk a little bit about Jesus, but they are the modern Christians that serve a remodeled Jesus, a new worldly Jesus, the live in the flesh Jesus. These don't exist. They'll tell you they love Jesus, or at least they are a Christian, but they don't follow all the teachings of those fanatical churches, like the ones that read their Bible and follow God's definition of marriage between a man and a woman, 
Oh, no, Brother Greg, I don't believe that. God loves people. He wants them to do whatever they want to do or believe that God no longer cares about the value of an innocent life in a mother's belly. No, that life is an optional choice for mankind to make. They ignore the fact that God hates the hands that shed innocent blood. So think about this. When we do talk about Jesus, do we talk about the only true Jesus, that is, the Word of God, that never changes? Or do we follow the remanufactured, made-up Jesus that many denominations now follow that changes with the times and allows and supports sin because God is love and He supports that? Let's discuss this latter group first and start today in Matthew 7, 21 through 23 in the Amplified. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. 22, many will say to me on that day when I judge them, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and driven out demons in your name? And done many miracles in your name? 23. And then I will declare to them publicly, I never knew you. Depart from me. You are banished from my presence. You who act wickedly disregarding my commands. Folks, this is a sad reality in life. Jesus said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. In other words, not everyone that says, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian will enter the kingdom of heaven, and notice why. They acted wickedly and disregarded God's commands. Some said, oh, I think anyone can marry anyone they want. Others said, oh, I think God is okay with abortion or the slaughter of innocent babies. Some say, oh, God's commandments are just guidelines. They are optional to follow. Some say you can worship and serve any God you want, and we will all go to heaven, etc., All these folks will have the same horrible end for eternity. Now, Matthew 7, 21 through 24 in the Contemporary English Bible, a warning. 21, Jesus said, Not everyone who calls me their Lord will get into the kingdom of heaven. Only the ones who obey my Father in heaven will get in. My friends, only those who obey the Father will get into heaven. That is obeying the Bible, not trying to change God. 22a, on the day of judgment, many will call me their Lord. 23, but I will tell them, I will have nothing to do with you. Get out of my sight, you evil people. Folks, when we support ungodly things, we are supporting evil things. That is supporting Satan. 24, anyone who hears and obeys these teachings of mine is like a wise person who built a house on the solid rock. My friends, notice if we first hear the word of God, not hear religion, but hear the word of God, and then obey the word of God. So when we hear the word of God and obey it, then we are like a wise person building our house on a solid rock. Matthew 10.32 in the Amplified, Jesus said, Therefore, the one who confesses and acknowledges me before men as Lord and Savior, affirming a state of oneness with me, that one I will also confess and acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. Folks, are we confessing and acknowledging Jesus before men as Lord and Savior? Are we affirming a state of oneness with Jesus? 
Let me humbly ask this question. Do you confess Jesus more to people or your beliefs about Jesus or your denomination and its beliefs about Jesus? Notice this verse says nothing about a denomination. The whole focus and only focus is confessing Jesus, and Jesus is the Word. My friends, we're not going to confess Jesus before men unless He is in our heart. And if He's in our heart, we're going to want to talk about Him every opportunity we get. Luke 12, 7-9 in the Amplified Classic, But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not be struck with fear or seized with alarm. You are of greater worth than many flocks of sparrows. My friends, God knows every hair on your head. He loves you and gave you free will to choose him. Eight, and I will tell you, whoever declares openly, speaking out freely and confessing that he is my worshiper and acknowledges me before men, the Son of Man also will declare and confess and acknowledge him before the angels of God. Folks, back to the question. Do you like to talk about Jesus? This verse says that if we declare him openly, speak out freely about Jesus, worshiping him, acknowledging him before men, if we do, Jesus will acknowledge us before the Father and his angels in heaven. But he who disowns and denies and rejects and refuses to acknowledge me before men will be disowned and denied and rejected and refused acknowledgement in the presence of the angels of God. My friends, if we don't like to talk about Jesus, he'll deny us to the Father in heaven, even if we go to church every day. Acts 8.34 in the Amplified Classic. And the eunuch said to Philip, I beg you, tell me about whom does the prophet say this, about himself or about someone else? Then Philip opened his mouth and began with this portion of scripture. He announced to him the glad tidings, gospel of Jesus and about him. 36, and as they continued along on the way, they came to some water and the eunuch exclaimed, see, here is water. What is to hinder my being baptized. And Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, if you have a conviction full of joyful trust that Jesus is the Messiah and accept him as author of your salvation in the kingdom of God, giving him your obedience, then you may. And he replied, I do believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Folks, Philip, in obedience to God, talked about Jesus to the Ethiopian eunuch who then gave his heart to Jesus. What if Philip said, I don't like to talk about Jesus? No, Philip told him, if you believe with all your heart that Jesus is the Messiah and accept him and give him your obedience, the Ethiopian replied, I do believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Do we boldly talk about Jesus like Philip? Or do we like to talk about other things more? The only thing that will really matter when people take their last breath is did they accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior and live for him? Let's pray. Father, we thank you that no one out there listening to this podcast today or in the future will take their last breath without accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior. We curse the blinders from any eyes out there. We thank you that people today at the end of this podcast will hit their knees and accept Jesus as Lord and Savior and get plugged into a good church. 
where the Bible's being taught from the beginning to the end, not just the fun parts, but the whole thing. We thank you for it, Father, in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.